Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got scolded last time, so I'm trying to bring the energy. It's your boy, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. Joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Boys Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Boys Kids podcast, especially and particularly pop culture. Pop, He hit you with it. It's time to get it. Jeremy, today we are talking about dudes who wear shorts year round and i don't mean people who live in climates where there is no winter i mean people who don't care what the temperature is they're going to rock the shorts how do you feel about those people jeremy do you have any philosophies back in the day when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days i sit and wish i was a kid again back in the day when i was in school i never understood it like I see people wearing shorts, and I'm like, what in the world are you doing? This is outrageous. This is ridiculous. Wearing your slides in the wintertime, it makes no sense. I was all for it. I was all with it. But as I grew up. Wait, you were for it back then? No, uh, excuse me. I was against it. I was like, what in the world? Like, what's going on? Why would you do this? But as I grew up, I mean, there's certain situations. Well, I mean, I, I got my own personal situation where I wear shorts a lot of times. The difference is I'll work at a plant. So when I get to the plant, I put on a full full bodysuit, onesie. Okay, best way to break it down is a full fireproof onesie. It is hot. It is pretty much polyester uh, that's fire resistant and you sweat so bad. So I wear shorts so that when I take it off for my breaks, my body can breathe. I can cool down. That has changed uh, me uh, in time. The other thing I think about is this. It's got me used to wearing shorts even during cold days because I know once I get to work, I'll be wearing something very warm. But I also think, I mean, here's the truth. If it's cold outside, how long are you really going to be outside? From the house to the car. Is that over or under a minute? Oh, it's under a minute. Okay, cool. 
Um, let's say you get out of your car and you go into a grocery store or the mall or into work. How long are you going to be outside from your car to work? It's under a minute. So the older I get, the more I understand it, the more I've, I've become a little bit of that dude. I just wear what's comfortable because the truth is you're not going to really be out in the elements that long. Tops. Excellent analysis, Jeremy. Excellent analysis. Great with the statistics. Talking about how long it takes you to get from your house to your car. None of it is answering the real question, which is why are people doing this? Yes, you work in a plant. So you've got a valid reason for wearing what you wear whenever you choose to wear what you wear. But I work with a dude, for example, who changes his clothes when he gets to work, but he changes into scrubs, those paper-thin pajamas that make us work to make us look official or to keep people safe, even though that's a whole different conversation. It doesn't do what they say it's going to do. He doesn't care about being hot in his polyester uniform. He doesn't care about the fact that he's on the outside for a few minutes. You know why he wears what he wears, Jeremy? Because he likes his calves. He's making a point. You know what that point is? No clue. I'm a tough guy. You can't tell me otherwise. People who wear shorts year-round, especially when it's freezing cold, are trying to make the point strongly and clearly and as publicly as possible, I am a tough guy. Oh, you're cold? I'm not cold. I'm wearing shorts. See, I'm sorry. That's the only reason for people to do it. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't exceptions to that rule. But as a rule, people who wear shorts year-round are trying to prove that they're tough. I don't know. I don't know. I and I'm disagree. just over it. I kind of disagree, Brandon. I'll be honest with you. Because sometimes it's just more comfortable to wear shorts. Sometimes you don't want wait, things wait, on wait, your legs. Wait, when is it comfortable to wear shorts when it's 20 degrees outside? Because it takes two seconds. You're only outside for a couple seconds. Yeah, but what difference does it make between that and wearing sweatpants or jeans? I don't know. Do you think, uh, let's say, a nicely pair of basketball shorts, do you think that's more comfortable than jeans? No. I mean, I guess it depends on the circumstance. No, I mean, they're cotton, they're soft. Jeans are a little bit more stiff and hard, and you got to work them over your legs. Uh, all this other stuff. G- uh, uh, basketball shorts, you just throw them on and go. I guess it depends on what kind, because I'm thinking most basketball shorts are not cotton, for one. And two, they have stretch jeans now that a lot of people wear. Yeah, okay. I just honestly don't think about the, oh, he's a tough guy. Like, I, for me, I don't assimilate the, the, the two together. I don't put the two together. Maybe there's, there, maybe there's some people, but that's not why I do it. I'll, I'll, that may not be I, why I, you do it, but Brandon, that is Brandan, not what Brandan, you are. I, I have a question for you, Brandon. When it rains, do you have an umbrella that you use? Ah, good question. The answer is no. Okay. Oh, 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 this is because you're trying to be a tough guy. You're trying to tell everybody, I don't need no umbrella to go to my car from my car. Why, why don't you use an umbrella, Brandon? Because you're trying That's to be a tough nice guy. It's a nice try, Jeremy. It's an excellent try. But the difference is with an umbrella, you have to, one, open it. And when you open it, you can't do it indoors. You've got to do it outdoors. Not that big a deal, but you still got to do it. When you get into your car, you now have to close it. Before you get into your car, putting yourself in the right, and then you have to store it. This okay. wet umbrella yes, has got to be stated, somewhere. You just stated facts. Is that the reason but, why you but, don't but use but the, the umbrella? Number one thing, the number one thing no, for no, me No, no, no. Don't give me a number one thing. You just you, know, you just said some stats or facts. Uh, is that the reason why you don't use the umbrella? Because of those reasons. It's, it's 100% the reason. No, but sorry. It's not uh, 100% the reason. Yeah. The, it's biggest, the, the biggest reason I don't use an umbrella is because I usually don't think about it. Because it's I not that big a deal. Because you don't think plan I'll be in the rain for two seconds. 
and no, I'll make I it to my car. No, not, not true. I don't plan accordingly. The truth is I don't plan accordingly. I very rarely look at what the weather is going to be. I very rarely know what it's going to be, so I usually get caught out there. This okay. is not a statement of toughness. Okay. I, I feel like they both go together very well, and you're trying Jeremy, to Jeremy, like it's don't. one thing for somebody who wears shorts occasionally or who may choose to wear shorts in the winter. It's another thing for a person who only wears shorts. If he and likes not just it, basketball shorts, cargo shorts. If, if they like it, they like it, man. Look, I, I don't get caught They like being a tough things. guy. No, I disagree. I don't ever use an umbrella and it has nothing to do with me being a tough guy. I just yeah, don't think about I'm not it. Talking like with the umbrella now. I'm talking about the shorts. I know. I'm just saying, I think they're both very similar, and you're trying to distance them because I cold busted called you, called, uh, caught you out there. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think it was a valiant effort on your part, but you're wrong. Look, man, this is this isn't MGK versus Eminem. You're not gonna say give me a B plus <laughs> for the effort. No, no. <laughs> I believe there's a lot of people who are shaking their heads saying, "Yes, sir. I feel you, sir." Brandon is wrong. Yeah, you're MGK. I'm Eminem. As long as we got that clear. You, you, look, you know what? You know what makes me proud? I'm glad that you have that self esteem. Is it real? Is it fake? Is it projected? I'm not sure, but at least you're saying it, and I hope you truly feel it because I want my brother to have high self esteem and I want you to feel good about yourself. In this conversation, 100% real. Okay. Okay. All right. But all right, that's what we got. So here's the thing Jeremy feels like it's not a tough guy move to wear shorts year round. I feel like it is definitely a I'm a tough guy move to wear shorts year-round. Tell us what you think. Who's right? Who's wrong? Somewhere in the middle. Let us know. Get at your boys at RVK. You know how to get a hold of us. Tweet at us. Typically the best way to do it. Facebook, Instagram. You can uh, email. Whatever you want to do. Get at your boys at Raspy Voice Kids. I honestly think it's just a lucky for you. That's what I like. Raspy Voice. Hey folks, it's Brandon Phoenix back with Home Field Apparel to tell you about the friends and family sale. 30% off over 200 products. There will be a specific collection that shows the products. It'll be easy to find on the site. You can filter by school, t-shirt or sweatshirt, whatever. No code needed for the sale within this collection. Check them out. Home Field Apparel. You will not regret it. Are you a Big 12 basketball-obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your Big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest Madness is here just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long. With exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team, game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Five questions. Here we go. I got five on it. One of your favorite segments. One of our favorite segments. We have five questions. We are ready to answer them. There's a lot of West Virginia basketball. A lot of Bobby Huggins quotes. Because that's what's going on right now. When you go 13, lose 13 of the last 14, we got some explaining to do. Let's see if we can come up with the answers. Come on, Jay. Hit us. 
And we're back with another edition of I Got Five on It with the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm your host, Jordan, and let's get things started with the first blank. Huggins saying a couple players won't start is blank. Crazy to me. It's crazy. Crazy is the word I will use to fill in the blank. The reason I say it's crazy is because where are we, Jeremy? How long has this been going on? And there are just now repercussions. What do you think those repercussions do? Huggins says he will lose credibility next year if he doesn't do something now. Well, what about the credibility credibility you lost this year because you didn't do it sooner? It's crazy to me. You ask me where we are. I'm going to tell you like boys the men said. End of the road. That's where we are. I'm not saying for a coaching career. I'm saying end of the season. Because it's ending. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, the CBI invites us. Because I believe the NIT, the NIT, is going to be like, thank you, but no thank you. Huggins saying that a couple players wouldn't start, to me, is clearly overdue. It has to be overdue, right? Like you said, we're at the end of the year. We're in the last couple games of the year, the last game of the year, and now people aren't starting? Bruh. Bruh, for real? If you're going to do this, you should have did this before. We're at the very, very end of the year. Everything's done. All the goals not being met. Unless your goal was a CBI, and now some people aren't starting? Bruh, mad overdue. Number two. Josh chandler Samito transferring you as you feeling blank. Tampered with. I felt tampered with because Josh Amito Chandler was probably tampered with to some extent. Now, I was told by somebody I trust who happens to be a good friend of Josh Chandler Samito's that he left for purely personal reasons. But in the middle of a semester, Jeremy, you didn't even finish the semester. Now, I know the man has graduated, so props to him. And he is one of the cases where I don't care what he does or where he goes. He is once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer, because he is a Mountaineer by graduation. But I feel tampered with. I feel like he told us one thing. He was back, unfinished business, a whole press release trying to make this point, only to transfer anyway. And it looks like he might be out in L.A. So we'll see what ends up happening. But I personally fill that blank in with tampered yeah it made me feel like this horse has been dead quit beating it over and over again every time you think we're done boom then they hit us with another one over and over again and i know other teams have went through this and we'll get to it later on brandon i'm just saying this horse is dead man can it just let us be somebody else i just feel uh in the words, oh man, I forget, the, I forget the movie, Melancholy. Mega Mind, that's the movie. I feel melancholy, and what he was saying is, I feel melancholy, but he says everything wrong. Yeah, that just made me feel melancholy, man. It's over and over, and it's just the same old thing. And who get your antidepressants? Number three, Huggins saying he should have played more freshmen is blank. An admission of guilt. You know how they say. If you you have the right to remain silent, anything you say can and will be used against you. Well, I'm using it against him. If you should have started freshman, then you should have started the freshman. This, to me, is a con- – a, 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 what do you call it? An indictment. It's an indictment of Huggins' ability to gauge talent. Yes. And you'll he say indictment. Just, Let me just say he did mention right after that 
that's my fault. So he did say it was his fault. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving him credit for acknowledging it, but it is an indictment of his of his recognition of talent. How do you look at practices all summer long and not see this? How do you not recognize that these guys are better than the guys you inherited from the transfer portal? Because the guys from the transfer portal haven't even shown flashes. They're just bad, period. Why would you play a, fresh, a, a senior who's bad instead of playing a true freshman who can learn and grow? And maybe by this point in the season would be significantly better. So it's an indictment. Yeah, I like indictment. Yours is actually better than mine because I don't say shots fired. And he said it was my fault, but he's clearly talking about his team because he said these freshmen will be farther along than the players playing right now had I played them. And the reason why shots fired isn't the greatest thing is because he been shooting. he been shooting at everybody. Every target out there from people who transfer to other programs who are in the top five and go into the NCAA tournament to, <laughs> to, to people on his own team to – we're going to reevaluate. Like this is this is the ongoing going shooting spree, and at this point, he's just he's just spraying. He don't care where it lands. So it's shots fired, but it's been shots fired. Number four, the baseball team having a hot start is blank. Need it. We need it, Jeremy. We could not afford a third losing season out of the major sports. Football was whack. Basketball, worse than whack. Baseball needed to be good. And they have started out with the right stuff. So proud of Maisie and his men. I hope it continues. But what they have done so far was needed. Baseball's hot start is money-making. At least it should be money-making. When you have a coach who continually puts a great product on the field, even when his team's picking pick to finish second to last in the Big Twelve, I think that's. I mean, get that money up. I'm not saying you got to pour and and give Maisie so much money, but when you have a good coach, keep him. I'm I'm um. Let's not talk about other coaches. I'm just saying he's doing the job that he's been assigned. His players are playing hard, but not only are they playing hard, they're winning. We're producing pro prospects. We're doing everything that you want to do from a, from the third, you know, strongest team that we have or, or program that we have, the baseball program. I know the rifle program is great, too. But when you have people like this that are special and it looks like Maisie's special for what he's doing here at West Virginia, the way he's recruiting and the way his kids are kicking it out so far, it looks like maybe you need to give a bonus. But here's the other thing. Don't speak too soon. Once again, on January 11th, the basketball team was 13 and two. Things have changed quickly, so I'm riding with them for now. Maybe my answer was wrong, but it doesn't matter. Do your thing, Maze. Do your thing. Number five. I felt blank when Huggins said we have a lot of powders. I felt confused. I didn't know what he meant by powders. Was he talking about people pouting because they weren't playing? Was he talking about people pouting because we're losing? Was he were people pouting because of the way they're being coached? I was confused. I don't really know what Huggins is talking about, and I also don't always blame the players because there are people who seem to not understand his substitute substitution uh, philosophy. And there's a lot going on in this basketball team that is not ideal. So I was confused, and I think the players are too. Yeah, I felt like it made sense. We had a lot of powders on the bench today. You've lost thirteen of fourteen. 
You tell me somebody's been in a situation where they're just constantly getting the behind kicked that's not pouting. If they truly care, who's not pouting? This is what comes to territory. This is what happens. When you lose like we've been losing, heartbreakers like we've been getting heartbroken, what do you expect? Uh, maybe you haven't been here before, Huggins. Great 900-win coach. Taking so many teams at NCAA. Taking teams to the Final Four. But homeboy, <laughs> when you lose almost two weeks worth of games if you played every single day in a row, who do you know that wouldn't pout? There's only so much gather yourself up and get back on that horse you can do. There's only so much, oh, there's always another game. There's only so much, hey, we still have something to play for. But at some point, frustration wins out. Winning cures all. Frustration and and losses, excuse me, losses breed frustration. And that's where we're at. There it is. A lot of Bobby Huggins quotes. A lot of other things to come. Don't stop now. Get it, get it. We're going in next. Get out your boys. Rap me, boys. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm gonna go hard. And I'm gonna We're going in. The RBK goes hard. It's time to talk about West Brandon, Virginia. Brandon, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that every time you start talking, I have some kind of criticism. People think I'm all over you. But, bro, did you just eat something right before you started talking? <laughs> no. No. You are lying. You are lying. Purple gummy bear. It's okay. Yeah. 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 That's a lie. You said no. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to try to say a mint. I could hear it. I knew it. I knew it. But go ahead. <laughs> Wait. Keep all that. We're going. We are going in just like Jeremy just went in on me. It's all right. It's all good. Brothers be talking. Brothers got to share. Brothers got to help. But we are going in right now about starting with West Virginia sports. Then we're going to the NBA, we're going to the MLB, and we're going to whatever else might float our boat. Jeremy, you mentioned that baseball is doing everything that we wanted to do, but my question for you is what has Randy Mazie won? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so I'll answer the question simply because I feel like you want to continue on. Um, he's won hosting a regional. Bingo. One regional in 10 years. He's been the coach for 10 years now, Jeremy. Okay. It's not new. I'm not hating on Randy Mazie because he really is building a lot out of nothing. And I like the trajectory of the program. I like the pros he's put out there. And I believe in what Randy Mazie does. I believe in Mazie Ball. But to say that he's winning and doing everything we want, we would not accept what he's done if it was being done in basketball or football. Brandon, what has West Virginia baseball done before Mazie? No, I just said that. He's building something out of mostly nothing. So that's what I'm saying. It's different. We don't accept in basketball or football. But it's still we're... 10 years in. It's not two, three, five years. It's yeah, 10 years. Yes, but years. hosting a, region, a regional is something that we've never seen. Beating top-tier teams is something we've never seen. Putting elite pitchers in the MLB. Now, granted, we had Scotty Jerko before Maisie got there, but... Scotty, Scotty Jerko Scotty from Jerko. football. Excuse you're, me. You're, you're talking about... Uh, Don't act like you're so flabbergasted. There are two Jerkos, okay? No, there's three. Jed. You're talking about Jed. Yeah, because you got Randy Jerko, the king of Twitter. He's the king of the brothers on Twitter. Scotty yeah. Jerko, the football player, and then Jed Jerko, the baseball player. Yes. I mean, we've had other players. I'm just saying... What he's doing, we've never seen around here. What, we, what, what hug? What? Yeah, we, we've seen. No, okay. Huggins is doing stuff we've never seen before. Who did stuff that we never saw before? 
Neil Brown's odd man out. Hold he's, up, hold up. Let me just say this. Now, he has done stuff that we haven't seen before, but do you feel like Huggins' Final Four, do you give him credit or do you give Beeline credit? I give Huggins credit because I don't care who you got. It wasn't like he was handed a ton of N- NBA prospects. Brandon, he got a, but he got a lot of pro prospects, people who went everywhere else. John he Flowers, did, but Kevin, he didn't get a bunch Kevin of NBA Jones, Deshaun Butler. Because here's my thing. If this was all about Huggins, why did he do it again? That's but what JC said. It, but the thing is, people he had done it in Cincinnati. Fame. So it's, it's not like this is his first rodeo. He had done it before. I'm he talking about West Virginia. Because West Virginia, you can't recruit the talent that you get other places. What? Cincinnati? Cincinnati's a hotbed of talent mm, for basketball? Uh, actually, it is when you have no standards of people who can be. Brandon, Ruben Patterson, Nick Van Axel. Are you serious right now? What do you mean? Wasn't was Ruben Patterson from around that area? I don't know if he was from around there, but yeah. he played there. That's what I'm saying. So you're talking about... All, all I know, Jeremy, is what's Cincinnati done since Huggins left? They've been competitive, but they haven't went to no Final Four. They ain't going to know nothing. Yeah. So all I'm saying is he's done it twice. Once is a fluke. Once you can attribute to somebody else's player, but twice? Come on. And also, if you look at the records of Sweet 16s, NCAA appearances, all that stuff, that's all Huggins. Yeah. Well, you say you did it twice. Well, Beeline did it twice, too. Yeah, you know, I'm not hating, twice. but I'm not knocking Beeline. I'm just saying I give credit I, to Huggins for what he did with what he had. All I'm saying is I'm giving some credit to uh, uh, some of Huggins' credit to Beeline because after that, which was very early on, I ain't seen nothing. So that's fair. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, but all I'm saying is I just want to think we should pump the brakes a little bit on Maisie, see what he does, see where he finishes. And injuries and stuff play a factor, but let's see where he finishes, and, especially and you know in the what? Big You say he's been here 10 years, but it's been up and up and up. The first few years, you had to get it in line. Now it's up and up and up and up. You know what I mean? No, we went. We hosted a regional, then we did not do well last year. It wasn't perfect, but look, it was a down year. And look, and they're saying next year should be better than this year. I don't know. Maybe I should pump the brakes a little bit on Maisie, but I just like what he's doing. I appreciate my homie. Yeah, I agree. Um, Where are we? Oh. That's pretty much all I had to say about that, to be honest. Okay. I would, huh? I said, okay. I don't know if he had any more. No, that's pretty much all I had. I mean, by the way, what I like is that there's offense on this team. And the we bats are hot. There are some freshmen that are playing ball. If you have not checked out the Mountaineer freshmen, check them out. Another thing that makes me, that makes me come up, uh, maybe, that I want to say about West Virginia baseball is, it's very clear that the NIL has not hit baseball, college baseball yet, because our homie, Austin Davis, is still at West Virginia. He's snagging home runs. Brandon, we've been watching the last, feels like the last 10 years, him snagging home runs on defense for West for the West Virginia Mountaineers, and he's still there, and he's still doing it, and he's a blessing to have as a Mountaineer, and I'm so glad for it, but partly because the NIL has not hit college baseball yet yeah i agree we will see how it goes as the year goes on and i'm hoping nothing but the best it's not me naysaying or doomsdaying i'm hoping for the best you just got to see it west virginia basketball jeremy what's there to say that we haven't said uh what's there to say i love the crowd I love the crowd. I love the fact that we sold out the Texas game despite the losing streak. I love the fact that the fans are enthusiastic. They're still involved social media-wise. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. 
Don't like that they're contacting players or their girlfriends, but besides that, I feel like the fans are engaged, and that's what you want. People want to fan always base. talk about the fans. The fans are this. The fans are the reason why people are leaving. The fans showed up and showed out. Zach Miles, WCAP, the anchor, was there to cover the game. He is not a Mountaineer fan. He talked about how being in that building and the crowd noise and the energy the crowd brought, how it's one of the best venues he's ever been to for college basketball because it's amazing. So as much as people want to hate on the fans and say this and that about the fans, the fans showed up. The players played hard. They, well, yeah, against Texas they played hard. But I love you know the shout out from an uh, from a, a non biased uh, part a party who was there who showed love for what West Virginia brings. So say what you want about the fans, but we showed out. I will say there's a real problem offensively. And I don't know why it is the way it is. Brandon, Brandon, did you just say there's a real problem offensively? Well, we scored 80 points two games in a row. That's not an offensive problem. Then yeah. we reverted to our old selves and scored 57 against uh, Oklahoma. Bad teams aren't consistent. Exactly. You said there's a real problem. Duh. You lost 13-14. Duh. Yeah, but you could lose 13-14 because you didn't play defense or you didn't rebound. Yeah, no, it comes in all phases. West Virginia does some things well one night and the next thing. I mean, look at it. We're scoring 80 points. If we did that early on against some of the teams we played when we were playing really good defense, we'd have won. The problem is inconsistent teams find ways to lose. What would you say on WTAP today? What was the statement? Good like, teams win. Great teams cover. Bad teams find ways to lose. And that's the point. But here's the thing. Bad teams find ways to lose, but I figured out what we're doing, Brandon. We're trying to get that first pick in the draft. Yeah. Tank for Tua. It's all day. I hope we yeah. get somebody good. I, 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 I hope we I get somebody good. On. I just I love the people who are like Huggins will fix it next year. My question is what happens when Huggins if Huggins doesn't fix it next year? What do we say then? Brandon, I've never felt like Huggins was on the hot seat. He's but not. If, but if next year we're having a year like we did this year. It'll be tough. And I'm not going to say the first half of the year because the first half of the year is not Big 12 Conference in, in the Big 12 Conference. So I feel like we'll be okay. But by the end of the year, if this year reflects, uh, if next year reflects this year, it'll be super hot. I don't, I, Jeremy, I don't agree. I don't think Hug and Seat will ever get hot publicly. I think what will happen is fans will be frustrated, fans will complain, but it'll be between Shane Lyons and Bob Huggins how they make the transition. I hear what you're saying, Brandon. I'm and I told you. you before, I don't think Huggins will quit of his own accord. I think Brandon. he will be ushered out. So I don't know when that happens. I don't know that it's next year, but I think that's eventually what will happen because Huggins has too much pride to just say I'm done unless he's won. If we don't make the NCAA tournament next year, I believe Huggins is out. Two years in a row you don't make the tournament and you get rid of the greatest coach you've ever had? <clears throat> I believe that if Huggins <laughs> doesn't make the tournament next year, he's out. Because we're starting to – it's not two years in a row. Okay, it is two years in a row. But wasn't it just like three years ago where we also had a huge, terrible, terrible year? Yeah. And, he, and that's when the hats came out make West Virginia basketball great again? Yeah. I think that there that deeper issue you deeper issues will reveal themselves if in fact now I'm not saying they're there now. I'm saying that if next year we have a subpar year and we don't make the tournament, 
I think the seat's going to be really hot, Brandon. And I think that I understand why you say what you say. But anybody who's successful, I feel like Shane Lyons is a successful man. It's it's not old school, uh, high school, where no matter what this person says, I, I think if he's hungry and he's successful, like Shane Lyons is, I think changes will be made. That's just my opinion, though. We'll see. I mean, that's what this whole thing is about, our opinion. So it's okay. We'll see what happens. On to the MLB, Jay. Major League Baseball. Look, here's the thing. I feel like the owners knew this was coming. I think they prepared for it. They were able to give the players union their offer in December, and they didn't. It, it, it didn't arrive till January. You tell me what that's about. I feel like they knew what was going to happen. Everybody said they knew what was going to happen. They said this was going to be just like back in the '90s. They knew this was going to be the worst, and I think the owners have been prepared for it. They're ready for it, um, and the very end where they stayed an extra day, an extra night and extended it 12 hours, I thought was all for show to say, Hey, we really care about the fans, which they don't Um, absolutely do not. They care about their bottom dollar. Now I know you'll say, well, how are they making money for losing money? I think in the long run, we're not talking about here half the season or a few games. I think in the long run, the deal that they make, I think these billionaires think that they can hold out longer than the players union could be together and that they're going to get what they want. Ultimately, here's the truth. I don't care. I don't care one way or the other. I love sports. I like baseball. The Mets are my team. They always think they're doing nothing. Care less. This is college football. This would be way different. I would be up in arms. I would be, Shirt on, marching somewhere. <laughs> like, Brandon, this would be yeah. over the t- If this was college football, this would be yeah. so huge. This is baseball. And you dug your own grave. So enjoy it. Yep. Bury yourself. I feel personally like MLB has a perspective problem. I, I do agree that they think they can outlast the players, and so they're pushing their weight around. But I also think they overestimate how popular they are because of the revenue. And when it hits their pockets, I think it's going to affect them. I don't think they understand the damage they're doing long-term to baseball. Kids these days do not care about baseball. They like football. They like basketball. They play NBA 2K and they play Madden. They're not playing the show or whatever the game is now for MLB. The best athletes don't go into baseball. Patrick Mahomes drafted. He's a quarterback. Kyler Murray drafted high for the Oakland Athletics. He's a quarterback. These players who have options pick other sports, namely football and basketball. And it's not just because of the collective bargaining agreements, which are actually better in baseball or had been. It's because they love the game more in other sports. And baseball is just making it worse. You know, it's like dating a girl, Jeremy. We use these analogies a lot talking about dating. But you date a girl... And she's into you, right? What happens when you quit paying her attention? When you don't take care of her needs? When you put her on the back burner? What happens? Uh, She pines for your attention? No, it's the opposite. Like, you think she pines for your attention, but that's not what happens. People often say absence makes the heart grow fond. Absence makes the heart grow fond when there's no other option. Like the offseason. But when you intentionally isolate a person, they end up not caring. 
And that's what's happening to baseball, in my opinion, with the general public, but especially the youth. When you look at it, there's a person who said Mike Trout has less followers than pretty much everybody in the NBA who's any kind of a star. And Mike Trout is the best baseball player in Major League Baseball, arguably one of the best of all time. Who? My, exactly. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know, I, know, Mike- I, know, I know. I know. I know who uh, who Mike Trout is, but okay. But could you pick him out of a lineup? Oh, absolutely not. Exactly, <laughs> and most people can't. Baseball does a terrible job marketing itself, and right now is a perfect example of how bad they are at marketing themselves. They don't market their best players. They penalize players who show emotion. It's all the worst of sports when it comes to Major League Baseball, and this is just showing us. This fight between billionaires and millionaires is just showing us what they really think of everyone, which is nothing. They only care about themselves. The only good thing about this is um, they're out the so in the nineties when they quit uh, when they had the little lockout hmm, a little lockout. Next thing you know, they're allowing steroids. Babe, uh, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, uh, not Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, go after the most hallowed uh, record of all time. They're in McDonald's. They're on everything, and baseball allowed it. They allowed it. They were complicit. They encouraged it. That's right. So now, if you want fans to come back, like you said, I can't. I can't wait to see these nine hundred foot home runs or whatever they come up with next. Juicing the baseballs, they gonna have to do something. And Brandon, don't get it twisted. These are billionaires who have a lot of money on the line. So maybe they swing and miss, but I think they probably have a plan. And I can't wait to see what it is because I feel like. Um, there are going to be a whole lot of other people who aren't allowed in the Hall of Fame <laughs> after Look, this next go-round. Give me juiced baseballs. Give me 900-foot home runs. Give me a triple at every at-bat. I want to see otherworldly, superhuman stats and feats when I go to a baseball game. It costs me an arm and a leg to go to eat to feed my family while we're there. But I want to see insane, insane events and feats that are happening at these games because of what you put us through. You owe it to us, baseball. You owe it to us. And you owe it to us because your game is boring and it's 97 years long. So come with it next time. Come with it next time. All right. Speaking of come with it, Jeremy, you got something to say about LeBron James? LeBreezy, I was going there. So LeBron says after, I mean, look, 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 I don't know who's worse. I don't know who's lost more games here lately, the Knicks or the Lakers. And that's a big thing to say. LeBron is saying that, you know, until my, you know, till I'm buried, till my head's cut off, I'm going to keep believing that we have a chance. And I hear you, LeBreezy, and I think you're the second greatest player to ever play. But you know what, Brandon? You know why I feel about this? What do you feel? I believed you last year. Last year, when you were limping along, you and Anthony Davis, it was all about just making the playoffs, making the playoffs on 6th, 7th, or 8th seed, and you would handle business and rise up and overcome. And last year, you got bounced like a basketball in the first round. You lost in the first round. So you know what happens? Now I don't believe you. Once you cry sheep and it doesn't happen, uh, excuse me, once you cry wolf and it doesn't I was happen, like, what? Yeah, once you cry, cry wolf and it doesn't happen, the next time, now people are looking at you sideways. And that's where we are. I don't believe you. You need more people. Okay? I don't believe you, LeBron. I know you have the hort. I know you have all that in you, but you don't have a team around you. 
And the truth is, it's over. L.A. without Anthony Davis, L.A. as constantly uh, uh, as as uh, currently constituted, ain't winning nothing. So stop it. I like you, dude, but stop it. See, I just didn't have any emotion because I knew they were going to stink from jump. I called it. LeBron had a tweet saying, keep all that same energy, talking about how old we are, how we're constituted, blah, 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 blah. Keep that same energy. Well, brother, I am keeping that energy because I said that and I felt that, and this is how I feel now watching you guys crumble because you're old and you're poorly constructed. And LeBron talking about the brass didn't do a good job in L.A., you cannot make me believe that LeBron did not have serious control or at least serious Brandon, if he's talking about the brass then this dude is playing trumpet is he serious yeah no <laughs> that's what i'm part, saying you're not gonna tell me rich he, paul and lebron james didn't have as much to say about this roster as anybody else rob palinka included so i'm sorry but i don't want to hear it you did this you brought your boy carmelo in you brought westbrook in poor poor decisions did not surround yourself with enough and this is what you get and by the way has this ever worked in basketball because every time I look up, them people bringing teams together, just a bunch of has-been superstars or on the tail end of their career superstars, never worked. And I only have one instance to point at when when Carl Malone say Carl Malone and Gary Payton go to the Lakers uh, with Kobe and Shaq, and it was old championship. And no, because you can't just put a bunch of old people on a team and expect everything to be great for one year. Like I've never seen this work. Young players, maybe young players need a couple years, but older players at the end of their careers who can kind of still ball. I haven't seen it worked. At least last time with the Lakers, they went to the championship. This one, I doubt they get out of the first round. Yes, you know who may get out of the first round. Brandon, have you checked out John Morant yet? Jeremy, I've been watching John Morant since Murray State when West Virginia shut him down. Okay, okay. All right, so so you've been paying and, attention and, to- and. I said John Morant would be better than Zion. I did not realize Zion was going to have the injuries he's had, but even without them, I thought John Morant would be better. It's been light years ahead. So this my is prediction true. Was this is true. I, I do want to wait a couple more years to see when uh, John Morant actually tries. You mean Zion? Excuse me, Zion actually tries because I feel like this is kind of like um, Jeremy. I don't like. I don't like the way he's built for the NBA either. game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm just saying James Harden tanked a couple times. And then when he decides he wants to play, it's like, oh, my goodness, this dude is this beyond nice. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Zion is undersized for his position, but he's a freak of nature. So we'll see. But I just don't see him being better than John Morant. And on top of the fact that he can't stay healthy. Let me just say this. If you haven't checked John uh, John Morant out, check him out. I, I didn't boycott him, but it's the Grizzlies. Like, who's watching the Grizzlies? When I say, listen to me right now. It is worth your time that any chance you get to watch John Morant, this is not like watching Steph Curry. Like Steph Curry, one of the greatest ever, and he's a shooter. Please just bless yourself. If you get a chance to watch John Morant, watch him. There's a reason why everybody's talking about him. It's like a TV show that everybody talks about most of the time, nine times out of ten. It's great. It's just like a band. Like, you've never heard their music, but you know their names because they're a huge band. And then you listen to them, you're like, oh, my goodness, they are really good. Yeah, duh. There's a reason why there's so many people talking about them. Bingo. John, John Moran is on that same wave, wavelength, man. I'm telling you, you will, not, you will not regret watching this kid play. Whether you like dunking or shooting threes, bro, 
He got it all. Or assists. He gets the ball to other players, too. Yeah. Dude is nasty. Real talk. Anything else, Jay? Nah, G. That's all I got. All right. The Raspy Voice kids are done. That's the end of the show. Get at your boys. Like always, holler at us. Let us know what you thought of the show. And we'll be back next week. Peace. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.